often faith becomes more about who is in and who is out or about who belongs and who does not but in order for spirituality to be good for anyone it has to be good for everyone in this podcast we find incredible people using their faith and life as a catalyst for goodness in this world be inspired to discover your own goodness in order to make your life your family your community and your world better Well, welcome to the Chasing Goodness podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Matt Kinzera. Great to be with you today. And I don't know about you, but man, this time of year is just the absolute best. How could you not feel like joy and excitement at the cusp of summer? I think most kids are starting to get out of school. Maybe you're starting to plan some of your exciting adventures for the summer. Maybe you're planting a garden or just being outside more than you're used to. It's just the best, at least here in the Midwest, it's the best. I know for those of you listening in the the southern parts of the U.S., you're like, what are you talking about, Matt? Like summer's the worst because it's 110 degrees and we're stuck inside. But I'm just speaking for myself here today, just saying there's something about the end of spring, early summer, where you open your eyes in the morning and you're just excited to be alive. And so that that reality just got me thinking about, I don't know, just about goodness, joy, happiness, all of those kinds of things. And the reason I bring it up on this podcast is real simple. We live in a world full of challenges, full of difficulty. And you don't have to look too far to find something to be upset about. You don't have to look too far to find something to be deeply sad about. You don't have to try too hard to be confused about things that are going on in our world. Like we are surrounded by so much negativity. And I think now this doesn't necessarily apply to people that I'm really close to, but. In general, if you're out in your community, out in your workplace, wherever, and if you ask somebody that's more of an acquaintance or somebody that you just ran into, like if you ask somebody about how things are going, it seems to me, and maybe I'm totally off on this and maybe this is just my experience, but it seems to me people's default is to share something negative, right? How are you doing today? Well, gosh, it's so rainy outside. Or how are you doing today? Oh, it's so hot outside. Like people are just complaining with, they're just complaining about whatever it is that they don't have in that given moment. Or, you know, anytime you hear anything about anything, somebody's got something more negative to add to it. Even if it's something good that somebody's sharing, often somebody chimes in with just how it's not actually that good. We just are, we're falling into this reality in our culture, in our world, where there is just so much negativity. And and it's more, it's not that there's so much negativity, there, there certainly is, but that's, that's not what I mean here. It's that we're focusing on the negativity. Now, like I already said, if you think about our world, there's plenty to be negative about. There's so much in our world right now where it's so easy to be negative. But the opposite is also true. There's also so much about our world that is positive. And so often we forget about that and we don't think about that. And so today, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some very practical ways, I think, that we can be positive in such a negative world. So let's give it a try. Let's just see what happens, okay? Just hang in here with me because none of us, I I don't think any of us want to focus on the negative. So let's see if we can turn things just a little bit today, all right? 
Whenever we're talking about anything, one of the most important things is to make sure that we've got a good perspective on it. Now, I am in my mid-40s, and I can honestly say that I can look back over the last 45 years or whatever I can remember of my life, and, and I think it's safe to say that this is definitely one of the more difficult times in the world since I've been alive, right? So in the 40 plus years that I've been alive, all the craziness that's going on in our world right now, it's it's safe to say, and I think it's fair to say, that this is, this is kind of the craziest time that's ever been since I've been alive in America. Not if I lived in other places, for sure. But it's really important as we're stuck maybe in some negativity that we stand back and we step back and we remember that we are really not living in all that unique of a time. If you look back over the history of the world, it's really easy to find a lot of horrible things going on. It's really easy to find a lot of negativity going on since the beginning of time. Right? Since whenever we have recorded time, you can look back and see bad things happening. And you don't even have to go back that far. I've had conversations recently with just people who are like a generation older than me. And people who grew up like in the 60s, late 60s, early 70s, ask them about how their perspective is about things going on today. And most likely, if the people that you're talking to experience similar things to the people in my life that are in that demographic, that age group, they'll likely tell you some stories that are real similar as far as some crazy things that have gone on in the world. And if you look at life like in the late 60s, there was some absolute crazy stuff going on. But then if you have a chance, go back even a generation farther. There was a few years when I was had the great opportunity to work with uh, people who were senior citizens and people who had fought in World War II. And I'll never forget talking to this one gentleman who he would just share these inc incredibly intense and crazy stories about being a pilot during World War II. And when I would listen to him, I would be like, oh man, that is that is hard. That was some crazy stuff going on in the world at that time. So you can go back as far as you can find somebody to talk to, and they'll have some stories about their generation and the craziness and the hardship and the negativity and the horrible things that were going on in the world, right? It's, it's, just, it's just a part of our world. Our world is not going to be perfect. There's always going to be hard things going on in our world. And so one thing that helps me in what feels like a very negative culture, what feels like a very negative world right now, one thing that helps is just to gain some perspective of realizing that this is kind of always how it's been. There, there always has been hard things going on in, there, in our world, and likely there always will be hard things going on in our world. But the most important thing to remember is that we are not living in the worst time ever in the history of humanity. I think when I hear people speak sometimes, I get that feeling that some people feel like we are living in the worst time ever in the history of humanity, and I, I don't believe that's true. So sometimes just a little perspective is helpful. Just to remember that people have gone before us and made it through hardships, made it through hard times, and people will go after us and make it through hard times. And the reason that's important in a podcast when we're going to focus on positivity is we can believe with a sense of confidence that we're going to make it through some of the hardships that we're currently in. And that should bring some optimism. Now, we can't just sit back and pretend like that's going to happen all by itself. All of us have to do our part. 
but I think we will. I think that we live in this world filled with wonderful people who want to make a difference. Let me give you a case in point, and this might seem like a tiny thing, but if we all do little things, it makes a big difference. You've heard that before. So I work for an anti-trafficking organization, anti-human trafficking organization called Fierce Freedom. Every summer we do a big race. It's just a way to gather a lot of the people that support us together. It's a fundraising opportunity. You know, it's just it's a typical nonprofit race that you see all over the place in the summer. And I organize a lot of the pieces of this race. And so one of the things that I was doing, very simple, just reaching out, I just got to I got to rent a sound system. And so I reach out to my sound system person and I just send them a quick note saying, hey, I need to reserve a sound system for such and such a day. And I said, it's for Fierce Freedom. We're a nonprofit organization in Eau Claire. Here's what I didn't do. Maybe I should have because this would have made me a better employee. I didn't ask for a donation. I didn't ask for anything. I knew his price was fair. I knew it was, I knew the equipment was great. I've used it before. I just said, hey, just reserve this for me. I'll plan on paying whatever it costs to do it. He gets back to me. You already know where the story is going, right? I didn't ask him for anything. He calls me back. So doesn't email. He calls me back and said, Hey, just want to let you know, we can absolutely help you out with the equipment and we've got it reserved for that date for you. And I hopped on your website to check out the work that you're doing. I just want to let you know that we're going to give it to you free of charge. I, and that happened on a Friday, you know, before the weekend. So it just launched me into the weekend, remembering that there's so many good and wonderful people in this world. And there's so many people trying to use whatever it is that they have, which in this gentleman's case was a sound system, people trying to use whatever they can to make a difference in this world. And so again, if we all just team up, if we all work together, we'll get through this. We'll get through this time that feels hard now, but in the larger scope of things is no more difficult than things that other generations have gone through before us. So there's so much positivity. There's so many good people around us. And for me, when I find myself in a bit of a funk, when I find myself just discouraged by things that are going on in the world, one of the best things I can possibly do is simply remember that there's so many good people in this world. And all it takes to remember that is one person doing some small act of kindness or compassion. And it just gets me so excited about the world and so excited about life. And so keep your eyes open to all the good people that are in this world. And don't be so focused on the negative that you miss out on all these wonderful people in this world. And when they're wonderful to you, make sure you let them know how wonderful you think they are because that's a great way to encourage them to continue to be positive, continue to be wonderful, and to continue to be generous. So that was a lot there. So so if we, if we wanna button that piece of this podcast up, I'd say number one, keep everything in perspective. And number two, keep your eyes open for goodness that's happening around us. Keep your eyes open for positive people that are around us every single day. You can find them in the grocery store. You can find them at your workplace. You can find them at your kids' soccer games. Great people are everywhere. Keep your eyes open for them and you will find them. One of the things that I do to help myself keep positive in this world is I try to ease into my day a little bit. Here's 
<laughs> just stay with me, okay? This might feel really random. This whole podcast might feel a little random, but here's what I do. I know that sometimes when I'm a little bogged down by the negativity in our world or the negativity in my own personal life even, that sometimes if I just get up and just jump into my day, I'm just gonna be bogged down. Like if I went to bed the day before and I was feeling bogged down by things that are going on in this world or things that happened to me the day before, I'm likely gonna wake up feeling that same heaviness as I had the day before. We're all gonna have bad days. We're all gonna have days when we feel the negativity of our world. So it's not bad to feel it. Sometimes it's really good to feel it. If we don't take the time to feel it, we really can't get through it. But what I wanna highlight here is the way that we start our day. And somebody somebody taught me this little exercise, but let me tell you, this has been a, such a benefit in my life. And I'm, I don't always do it. I don't always remember to do it. But when I do, it's so helpful. What I do is when I open my eyes in the morning, and for me, I'd, and the older I get, the less I need an alarm clock. Like I just, every year that goes by, I wake up early and earlier and earlier. I never thought I'd be the person that, opens his eyes before six in the morning. Like if you'd have asked college Matt, if you thought he'd ever just naturally wake up at five thirty-six in the morning, you would have laughed in your face. But the older I get, the earlier I wake up. And so I'm fortunate that I almost never have to wake up to an alarm clock. It's a real blessing. Let me tell you, but I wake up and I open my eyes. Now I'm kind of a go-getter. I like to get things done. I like to get on my day. I like to get moving and I like to get moving and, and just get, I, sometimes I'm just excited about the day. Sometimes I just know I have a lot going on, but I just want to get, I want to get moving. And so one of the things that I try to force myself to do is to not just immediately get out of bed and get moving. And what I do is I just open my eyes and I stare at the ceiling <laughs> And I ignore my cat who's meowing at me to try to feed him. And I ignore the dog who wants to go outside. I just, I just like block whatever, whatever's going on in the house. I just block it out. I stare at the ceiling. And what I do is I just, I walk through my entire day in my head because I know that that sometimes there's some things on my schedule that are going to be hard, or there's some things on my schedule that are going to be stressful, or there's some things on my schedule that I'm really excited about, or I'm really looking forward to. And if I wake up, look at the ceiling and walk through my day, it's almost as if I'm preparing myself for what the day may hold. I'm preparing myself again for things that might be hard. And so I'm already, I'm already getting there. I'm already prepping myself for whatever that could be, but I'm also allowing myself to be excited about the good things that are on my calendar for that day. And so I just take that time. And what I've discovered is that I am so much more of a positive person when I do that exercise. I am so much more positive when I just play my, my day through my head. And then I feel like I'm more prepared for any of the unexpected that may come along as well. And when I feel like I'm ready for my day and I've thought through my day, I'm, I'm, much, I'm much less likely to get agitated by small things that might happen. I'm much more likely to take things as they come. And it's the simplest exercise and it takes me all of 60 to 90 seconds. And then the other thing with your morning routine that's gonna help with positivity, or at least it helps me with my positivity, is make sure that you get up with enough time to ease into your day. For me, it's gonna be a much better day if I do that first exercise, and then it's gonna be a much better day if I have at least about, and this is usually all I give myself, a good solid half hour of 
my own time before I engage in the world in any way, shape or form. And usually that's including my family as well. I like to get up before my family usually and just have that half hour to read, have that one cup of coffee, and then just kind of be ready for that day, be ready for what the day has for me. And so sometimes the, the best thing that you can do to stay positive is to start your day on the right foot. That might seem so basic, but you know as well as I do that if you do that, it makes a difference. And you also know as well as I do that if you're not intentional about it, it won't happen. And so another step toward positivity in a negative world is to take note on how you start your day. I feel like I could go on and on and on with this podcast because I think there's so many practical things we can do to focus on positivity in our world. But another thing that I want to introduce here and, uh, you know, again, and I don't want you to hear what I say as, oh, Matt's got all his shit together. He must really live a positive life. No, I'm giving you advice that... (laughs) most days I have to do a better job following than I actually do. So I'm saying the right things out of my mouth, but I'm not always doing them. So the second thing that that we can do to really promote positivity is to figure out how to slow down our day. What I mean by that, uh, follow me through this. What I mean is not necessarily how you schedule your day. That's important, but I'm not going to focus on that today. What I mean is slow yourself down when you need to. I just heard an interview on a on, on national public radio just earlier this week. And it was an interview with a gentleman, and he was a security officer at a high school. And he got called to a situation, and he went into a classroom, and he was looking for the student he was supposed to go there and, and take to the, to the office. And the student wasn't there, and nobody knew where the student was. And this, this security officer, he... He turned around and the student was there pointing a shotgun at him. And then the way he described this moment was so amazing. He said, he said, for whatever reason, I was able to just slow myself down in that moment. He said it quite literally felt like everything was moving in slow motion. He said, I could hear all the kids screaming behind me, but everything I was experiencing when I was looking at this young man was was slow he said i looked in his eyes and i could see that he was scared i looked at his hands to see how he was holding the gun and he said because he was able to slow down that situation in some sort of miraculous way able to do that he was able to quickly catch the the student off guard grab the gun and they ended up like rolling into the hallway he was able to wrestle the gun away from him hand it to a teacher and then he just gave the student a hug. And I, when I heard that, like, ah, oh, like my whole heart was just so full because this guy had the ability to slow down this really traumatic situation that he was in. Now, almost none of us are going to find ourselves in a situation that, that crazy, that scary, that hard. But we all will every single day find ourselves in difficult spaces. That could be something as simple as you're behind somebody slow at the grocery store. That could be something more challenging like your your teenage kid is really having a hard day and being kind of nasty toward you. That could be something as like there's just there's just lack of 
togetherness in your office. Could be a, a number of different things, but when negativity comes towards you, maybe you hear something on the news like a couple of weeks ago when we heard about the horrible shooting in Texas or the week before that when we heard about the horrible shooting in Buffalo, New York. Like maybe in those situations, that that is where this applies to you. And the best thing that we can do is just take a moment. Whatever's going on, just take a deep breath in, slow down that situation as much as possible, and don't feel as if we have to respond to it right away. I know sometimes when things come toward us, I'm thinking, you know, I, I'm raising teenage children right now. Sometimes when they come at me with something, I feel like I just need to respond right away. But I don't. You know, most of the time I don't need to respond right away. And if I don't know how to respond, I can take a moment. I can just step back and take a moment. That applies to relationships as well. That usually applies to your workplace, depending on what kind of job you have. That applies in the grocery store. If you're frustrated, wherever you're frustrated, wherever that negativity is coming toward you, try to give yourself just a moment to slow down, just evaluate everything that is going on and give yourself some time to think it through, even if that just takes 10, 20 seconds. Just don't feel like you have to have an immediate response because usually the situation doesn't warrant it. If it does, then you got to do what you got to do. But if it doesn't, give yourself some time. And if you give yourself just that moment, likely you're going to respond in a more positive way. Those of you who are parents know that if you, spot, if you respond negatively to your children's negativity, it never gets better. If you can somehow spin that toward the positive, it usually works in your favor. That's the same with your romantic relationships, your spouses, your boyfriends, girlfriends. That's the same in your workplace relationships. If you can just take a moment, you're going to respond more positively. And when you respond more positive, usually that catches on. Because I think we live in a world that actually wants to be more positive. And I've found that when I respond in a positive way to a negative situation, it usually turns things, even just a little bit, it turns them. And what it does is it usually encourages that other person to also change toward positivity. So just give yourself a little bit of space to respond as positive as you possibly can. All right, last two things I wanna to give to you here. The first thing is I want all of us to look around in our lives and evaluate our lives and think about the things that bring about the negativity in our lives. And then ask yourself the question, do you actually need those things in your life? I would say, again, as a person in my mid-40s, like as a middle-aged human being, what I discover almost more than anything is there's so many people my age that hate what they do for a living. There's so many people my age that feel like, well, I'm halfway through my career, so I can't imagine changing it, but I hate it, so I guess I'm just gonna have to suck it up and go through the next 20 years of my life and just suffer through it. <laughs> and maybe that's because you have a good retirement. I don't know why that, and maybe it's just because you don't like change. But man, if, if, it's, if your workplace is just full of negativity and there's no real way for you to change that, is that really what you wanna to commit to for the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years? Is that really what you wanna do with 40 hours of your life for the next several decades? I know I don't. And so ask yourself the question, if, if that's a negative spot in your life, is there something you can do to change it? 
What other things are negative in your life? Does your household bring about negativity because it's always just a disaster or it just doesn't feel like it doesn't work together, whatever, you know, is what are practical things you can do? You know, invite, you probably know somebody who's really good with that stuff. Invite them over, have them help you. We all need help in this world. Let people help you. Are you, are you one of those people who like gets so wrapped up in sports that you get so angry? I mean, I live in Wisconsin. Man, the Packers lose. The whole state is angry for like two days. Monday is horrible after a Packer loss, let me tell you. And then if that's you, just stand back and ask yourself, is it really worth it? <laughs> are professional sports worth ruining your day? They're not. I'm just going to tell you, they're not. Maybe you got to back up a little bit. I used to be that guy. I used to get so angry when my favorite team would lose. And then I just had this moment. I was like, this is stupid. And now I don't even care if I listen to or watch the game. I could care less. <laughs> I follow things, but not so closely as I used to. And it's been a positive for my life. So anyway, you fill in the blanks. Look at your life. Where does the most negativity happen? And then ask yourself what you can do to change that situation. Maybe there's a ton of negativity in your marriage today. Here's the thing. Try counseling. Try a marriage coach. Do something. Don't just stay where it is. Do what you got to do, man. Do what you've got to do to change that. Do you really want to be married for the rest of your life and have it suck? Is that your, was that what you signed up for when you got married? I don't think it is. So consider what you can do to make a difference, okay? Consider what you can do to change that reality in your life. Last thing, and probably the most important thing, surround yourself with positive people. There's going to be some negative people in your life. There just is going to be. But make sure that the majority of the people who you surround yourself with, and I'm talking the people that are your closest people, the ride and die people, the ride or die people, like those people, are they positive people or are they negative people? And how can you surround yourself with the most positive people possible? That doesn't mean they have to all be all like rainbows and flowers and butterflies. No, that's that doesn't mean a positive person. Like those people are lovely for sure, but it can be a serious person that's positive. I don't care just as long as they're they're breathing and they're promoting positivity. And and those are the people that when they hear what you've got going on, they're not trying to poke holes in it right away. They're encouraging you. Their first response to you is always encouragement. Their first response to you is always positivity. They can say hard things. They can say negative things. That doesn't make them a negative person. That makes them a good friend. But I think the most important thing is that they, they, they default to positive. They default to goodness. They default to encouragement. I mean, I've got some people in my life that honestly... Like they just, they just make me smile on a regular basis and they make me laugh on a regular basis. And being a person that works in a justice oriented field, like I, there's, there's so much possibility for negativity in my, in my world, especially in my professional world, that if I didn't have people to make me laugh and people to help me find the joy in the world, like I'd be sunk. And I just have some awesome people in my life who simply make me smile and simply make me laugh. I also have other people in my life that really know how to get me out of my dark places. I mean, I did a whole podcast on, on, on sadness not too long ago. So sometimes I just have those times when I deal with a lot of sadness or even more recently, I've been having some times when I'm, I'm feeling some anxiety that creeps up in me and I'm trying to be a good enough friend and a good enough 
uh, husband, things like that, that I say the things that I'm feeling. So if I'm having a sad day, if I'm having a, a day where I feel anxious or just down, whatever, I'm trying to tell people that that's how I'm feeling. I'm not good at this yet, but I'm trying really hard. And those people, you, you, we all have to have these people in our lives. They don't necessarily try to get you out of those places, but they're the type of people that make you feel like it's going to be okay when you're in those spaces. Does that make sense? I don't think it's a good friend who's always trying to get you out of a sad place or trying to get you out of an anxious place. I think it's a good friend who will take the time to be in that sad, anxious, depressed place with you. Because sometimes we just need people to be with us to help us navigate those hard places and those negative places in life. When you wake up and there's the next mass shooting in our world or the next horrible thing that's happening overseas or the next divisive thing that's happening politically sometimes we just need that good friend to just be there and that that even in the moment it might not feel like positivity that is extremely positive and extremely important just knowing that we have that person with us so look around you look around your circle and ask yourself, do I have enough people in my life that breathe positivity into my own life and into our relationship and into the circle of friends or the family that we have here? And if the answer is yes, lean into those people. Lean into those people hard. But if the answer is no, just, you know, you know how like when you, when you want a car and then you just start seeing it everywhere? Well, if you look around your life and you see a bunch of negative people, but you want some really positive people, if you put that want out into the universe, you'll start seeing them and you'll start finding them because that's just the way it works. All right, friends, this has been fun for me. Just kick it around because I, like you, have been struggling with all the negativity in our world lately. And so just getting some of this stuff out, just reiterating it for myself, I I even feel lighter right now. So... So I I just really beg you, we need our world in the midst of all of this hardship. We need as much positivity, as much good perspective as possible. I don't want you to be fake. I don't want you running around wearing masks. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let's do some of the hard practical work to make sure that we can breathe goodness, that we can breathe breathe positivity into our world so we can make it a better place. And then ask yourself the question, what small thing can you do today that's going to make the difference in somebody else's life or in the reality of your current situation? It's been fun, friends. Of course, you can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Just look up Matt Kinzera on Facebook. You can also find the show, which is simply Chasing Goodness. If you want to support this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it. Give it a five-star rating and write a review. And of course, I'm going to be leaking out more information. We're just maybe three or four months from my book, Bring It Home, coming out. And so I'm going, you're going to start to hear more and more about this. And I'm so excited about some of the things we have around the launch. When the exact date comes out, I'll be sure to let you know about it. We're currently working on the cover art right now. When we land on that, you're going to be the the first people to hear about so you can see it right away. So just stay with me. We've got some exciting things coming into the future. And I think if we all work together, not to promote my book, but to promote goodness and positivity in this world, it's going to be a better place and we're going to be better for it. Until next time, let's keep chasing goodness together.